Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic adult playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. We're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show, broadcasting on location right here at Hedo 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica on the last Friday of every month. Hedo 2 is the world's most iconic adult playground, an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. Yes, you can, and we sure have turned a lot of our fantasies into rea- realities here at Hedo 2. It's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week or be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the ways to spice up your sex life to live happy, healthy, and always horny. All right, let's just take a moment to talk about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. If you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot, or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. Search Amazon for top waterproof blanket and order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's amazing show. So, are you curious about how people explore alternative lifestyles and become swingers or nudists or both and discover how similar and yet different these lifestyles actually are? On today's show, we're going to chat with two couples and share some stories and experiences about their transitions into becoming swingers and nudists. We'll follow their journey of self-exploration, self-respect, and self-love, not to mention great communication with their partners. We even get to find out what happens when a mum runs into her daughter at a local swingers club. This is The Hedo Show. We are Carol and David. We are broadcasting live on the Grill Beach at the gorgeous Hedonism Resort in Jamaica. It is another beautiful sunny day. And we just happened to round up a couple of people who've been to Hedo many times before, and we're going to hear about some of their experiences. So welcome to our show. We have Jen and Eric. Again? Again. That, Again. that generic couple just keeps showing up here, but that's all it's fine. Cra- it's it's crazy great. how underworld and secretive people have to be. Maybe one of these years people will be able to just be out there and, and be themselves. And admit that that's where they're having and hanging out and having a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of sex. And you know what people don't get? I mean, we're at hedonism and everybody can be naked on the beach, but everybody has to realize that they're always naked under their clothes. Really, David? Are you sure Absolutely. about that? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's turn back to our guests. Welcome, you guys. Thank you for taking the time and chatting with us today. Thanks for having us. Hi. <laughs> that's you're, you're Jen. She's see, a little bit shy, but that's okay. That our yes, guests I each am. have each have very sexy accents mm-hmm. from around the world. From They're international international swingers. <laughs> I guess, right? Oh, I shouldn't really say you're swingers. You're going to tell us if you are or not, right? Obviously. They are absolutely swingers. Really? Yes. You know that for a fact? I absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. know it. Mouth hand. First hand. First mouth hand. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's not even funny, David. <laughs> so let's hear a little bit about your story, how you met and um, how long you've been together and how you guys found the lifestyle. 
Want to go, Anil? Uh, well, it turned out that we uh, before we met, I was on and off in the lifestyle, uh, having since I met um, a, a girlfriend uh, years before. Uh, but turned out that this relationship was not meant to be. But I got my foot in the water, so to speak. So fast forward a few years later, I'm uh, meeting uh, Jen on a regular dating website. Uh, it was a wonderful moment. Um, the following so you day, you swiped right and you didn't swipe left. Is that what you're saying? And you found Jen in your field of vision. Neither left and right. <laughs> I click with my my computer mouse. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there she was. Uh, there she was. You know, uh, flamboyant. Um, I love uh, what she wrote about herself. Uh, the the whole package. And uh, I was really fortunate, I still am, uh, that uh, Jen uh, flagged me in our favorite, fa in her favorites, yeah. sorry. Uh, so one thing leading to other, I wrote her, she wrote me back, we quickly um, had a fun conversation and um, I invited her over uh, to go for drinks uh, the following evening. And uh, I picked her up in front of her place, and we went for drinks for a, a very nice first date. And uh, did you have I sex the first time? No. Did you kiss her? <laughs> She's a great kisser. I know that. I know that for Wait, time. how well, do you know that? I definitely know that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was. You know, that was my instant. Um, following t uh, date, second date, I brought her to a very romantic restaurant. Um, and uh, I took my courage in two hands, as we say in French, because French is my first language. And um, I asked her, well, look, I'm going to have to tell you something, because I didn't want to have any skeleton in my closet. At that point, I mean, just like lightning struck, I was madly in love with her. Uh, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's I not available totally, for love, baby. I can still love who she is. <laughs> yes totally understand you so but basically I told her look I have something to tell you the only thing I'm asking you is to listen to my story till the end if right after that you want to walk out the door and if you want, I'll drive you home I will never call you harass you again so poor her she must have thought uh, that I'm a hitman for the mafia or something <laughs> or like you that. had cancer and you only got three months to live or something that's what I'm thinking <laughs> yeah it was really really serious at that moment <laughs> <laughs> for you uh, basically I told her look uh, if our relationship evolves you might as well know now that I've been a swinger you know in the evolving a bit in the lifestyle community I love s very much this aspect of my life but I'm not asking you anything uh, so better know now than in six months from now because if it's something you can't even bear to live with the fact that I've been in this realm well, we're going to be heartbroken big time down right. the road. And Jen, did you know anything about what swinging or the lifestyle was when he brought this mind-blowing piece of information up to you? Well, I heard about it. And I even uh, visited uh, hedonism once in my life for 15 minutes. Befo so I before you met, Eric? Yes, before okay. we met. Except I didn't know, I didn't understand anything what was happening, but it was very much attracting me 
just the idea to see people having sex and uh, and being free but in the meantime I didn't know anything about it so I thought maybe you have to belong to special society or to do something special or maybe it's not for me at all so I didn't question that for a long time I just left this hotel and I uh, didn't think about it until uh, Eric talked to me about it so he, he brings it up to you he says listen I really like you but I like fucking other people too you knew a little bit about hedonism and about the alternative lifestyle what was the first thought that went through your mind well that's not how he told me and uh, that's probably how he, he got my heart at that point because he told me I just don't want to have any secrets and I've done that I don't want you to find out from someone else later on and if you do not accept that's fine so we'll part from there but we are not going to continue this relationship and getting to know even more each other and falling in love more deeper so then when you find out and reject it then we'll be heartbroken that's just so romantic and I know from your I guess your, your roots which are European it just sounds like that's just so romantic and that's probably you fell back in love with him I'm sure exactly yes. at that same point too right that that was the moment yeah because I, I wasn't yet in love it just it was just a second date but I said okay he cares and uh, he, I, I like honesty for me that's uh, the, the main virtue that person can have and that was for me it was a, a seller to Right Yay. away. So. All right, so Eric, go on. You come out with this mind bombshell type piece of information. How did she react? Well, uh, first off, I, I, I understand what you said, but I didn't use uh, those specific words. I like to fuck other people. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? That's a Davidism, not, right? Not That's okay. quite a romantic uh, <laughs> setting there. Uh, but basically, no. I explained but basically, her. you do. <laughs> and you did. Yeah. Well, that well he it's did. not the only thing. Right. It's not. It's far from being the only thing yeah. uh, I'm looking for in the lifestyle. But we, we get, perhaps we can get back to this later. Okay. Um, no, I told her a little bit about the lifestyle in general. You know, without going in very much detail. That was not needed. Just so she get the global idea. And uh, so at the end of this speech, I would say. I told her, look, there you go. I feel so good that I told you that. Um, there you go. And the first thing she she replied to me, she basically said, look, I've barely heard about that. I've never done that. Um, I never even kissed a woman, though I came one inch apart from doing it. <laughs> uh, but I'm always willing to try something twice in my life. If I like it, fine. If I don't, I have no regret. And that without saying that it blew my mind I was extremely impressed with the intelligence of this answer this open mind aspect of um, of Jen that I did not know about at that point of course since it was only her second date uh, I like that and so eventually obviously you guys have been together for how long now? it's going to be nine years in a few okay, weeks okay there you go so you've been together nine years at what point of your relationship did you actually get her to tip her toes into the lifestyle water? Actually, it was me who was trying to push on it. And Eric, uh, he was a little bit reluctant because he was afraid that uh, I was jealous because I, I thought I was a jealous person. So, And I don't know other, uh, other reasons why uh, he, he was taking it slow. And me, I really, I was pushing and I wanted to meet a couple and I wanted to see what it is for real. And uh, finally, I won. <laughs> <laughs> so we created profile on um, 
local swingers uh, site and we did meet a couple we invited them home for sure I was trembling and I, I was scared but in the meantime it was so exciting that I will never forget that moment in my life and uh, well Eric he was very inventive and he was very he, he made it so uh, so smooth that I didn't even feel that it was something out of my uh, normal life and uh, it became so easy that uh, our guests didn't even realize that it was my first time. Wow. Um, That's and at what point of your relationship, how many y years have you known each other by now? Or days? Um, <laughs> no. Roughly a, a year and a half. Oh, okay, yes. got you. Yeah. So it you really knew each other quite well. By now you're securing yes. your relationship and that it was time to try this thing that you were very enticed about. I, I absolutely. So uh, since I already uh, had my foot in the water, I knew for sure that without say the, saying the user manual because everybody's got their own uh, way to do or not to do things, but there are some global rules. I mean that which applies for me. For me, it's it's paramount. Communication within a couple has to be extremely good, to say the least. Uh, trust, needless to say, love, and make sure you understand that your partner really is really able to distinguish love from play. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. sex is sex and love and emotion is not really part of the lifestyle because you know you're going home with your partner and you're not there to fall in love with somebody else. Yeah, we've been swingers 12 years and we are emotionally monogamous. We just fuck other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Eric, I, I have a question because there's this gap of a year and a half that you went from being in the lifestyle and swinging to falling in love with Jen did you miss it for a year and a half? I'd be a liar to say that I didn't miss it a bit. But at the same time, so it came to my mind a few times here and there. But at the same time, I, I was, and I still so madly in love with, uh, with Jen that it didn't matter to me. Uh, you know, I, I told her the secret before, so I felt free. I didn't felt uh, imprisoned mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely and did you guys do a discussion like for a long time before finally you insisted and you made your profile was it something ongoing or did you kind of leave it be behind and then bring it back up a year later no we discussed a lot of it because me i had many questions and the many uh, eric with a men's point of view couldn't answer many of them but thank thankfully he had friends from the his uh, life uh, lifestyle experiences before and uh, she was very open to answer all my questions and she actually helped me a lot with understanding about it and uh, uh, rules and uh, regulations and uh, so uh, but we just speak a lot about it all the all kinds and since uh, you cannot just go jump in i don't think without I, knowing I, I have to say that you guys really got it right because like eric said before you can fall or get into the lifestyle you need to have that great communication that unbridled honesty and that trust and it doesn't happen overnight and a year and a half even that is quick mm -hmm, True. absolutely i would say and then the coolest part about this is jen decided to s take your hand and say i'm ready yeah that is great and, and i was surprised of my reaction i did not anticipate uh from the start of our relation um i did not anticipate at all the day that it would be kind of a reversal that I would be on the brakes mm -hmm. creating a profile on a sexy dating website. It just happened this way. And so uh, 
thanks to our friend. Uh, she answered many uh, questions that Jen had. Uh, it, it just went progressively. Uh, I, I, I'm going to quote, I don't know if the, if the actual story is right, but uh, obviously everybody knows Casanova. And apparently the legend says, I read this somewhere, that a bunch of groupies were around his bed as he was you know, about to die. And one of those people, person, ask him what is the greatest moment in love you have so much experience with you know conquering women and and so and so and i still love this answer uh it totally applies to jen and i uh his answer was it's the best moment it's when you walk up the stairs the anticipation of the moment is paramount for us seduction flirt we just go meet a couple who is physically attractive and say Hey, hi, our name are Jen and Eric. Would you like to fuck with us? No, that's not that's us. That's not how it goes? You sure? <laughs> for not some for people, us. I get not it. Not for us. I know. Bitch, we I don't know. judge because right. we're in lifestyle and everybody have their own style, but that's not our style. We like seduction and uh, we like... Uh, and uh, it's, not a, it's not even important sometimes uh, the sexual part of it, but it's the mental seduction that is very important for us. And then in the end, that's what arouses you. And then you have amazing sex, either with your partner that you find or yes. with your own partner at home. Yes, exactly. Yes. Absolutely. So now, now you're a year and a half in. Jan has said, let's go. We're going to bring other human beings into our sex life. Obviously, you've got it right. You've been to Hedo many times. You guys have been on cruises. We've traveled with you guys a lot. What keeps you guys going and coming back to these events and we'll talk to he we'll talk about hedonism in a little bit but you guys have friends from all over the world you have people that come visit you from north america um, the lifestyle is all about the people what is it that keeps you guys going back and not making this lifestyle stale or boring in your relationship as you said we know many people around the world and it's because we love meet new people we like brains because brains is sexy that's why you like me yes exactly that's <laughs> why we love you guys that's why and especially your your sense of humor what <laughs> you paid her for that i right? kissed her for that <laughs> yes. okay and uh, that's what it takes for uh -huh. me that's, i'm cheap <laughs> no but i'm very expensive so that's why we like to share not only the sexual um, experiences but also our stories we like to talk we like to learn about cultures about other people and with it comes also the sexual wisdom because every time we learn something new in sex which is amazing because it's enriching our life and just thinking about certain of experiences makes us much more complete every time and um, just even we, we don't have sex with people that we meet we still uh, we still are happy right. because we've learned something. Right. It's, it's amazing how we in only lifestyle can allow us to do that. Places like hedonism, like those cruises, like parties, like clubs, that's what makes us us. That makes us to, to be rich with uh, knowledge 
and sexual experiences. <laughs> so we're going to remind everybody, this is The Hito Show. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from the Grill Beach in Jamaica. We're talking with Jen and Eric, who are people who've been to hedonism many times before. And before we talk a little bit more about your hedonism experience, I want to get into something that happened earlier this year, which is you went to a local swingers club. And I'll let you tell the story. Well, let's first just back it up a little bit with your background, where you're from, and your culture, and how you were raised. Where I'm, I'm coming from originally, the sex was a taboo in the country where I'm coming from. Uh, but I'm coming uh, from a family of educated people who uh, had less in inhibitions. Uh, my mom was a nudist. Uh, my grandmother was a very open person. Uh, nobody told me that uh, I was born uh, because stork brought me or I was found in a cabbage. I knew very well how, how I was made and where I came from since I was a little child. And this was sometimes children uh, not very much understood me before. Uh, my grandmother spoke about sex with me when I was uh, 11 years old. And my mom was a nudist. She was walking home naked. And uh, it was behind the closed doors for sure and the closed curtains. But uh, sex was not taboo for me. So but in your it was home hidden. it was open? In it your was own home. in my own home. But not in your culture? Yes, but culture. in my culture and in my country it was very much closed mm -hmm. and forbidden. So it became something that you had to keep secret. But then with you uh, raising your daughter, did you have an open, um, I guess, an open culture with your daughter? Or dialogue. Talking, talking about sex and sexuality? Uh, yes. Uh, my daughter grew up in a different country, and the sex was more or less talked about. But in the meantime, I said, okay, I will do what my grandmother did to me. And when my daughter turned 11, I had the conversation with her, which she was very uncomfortable having with me, but I still did it. I, I didn't. And since then, uh, we never hid any, uh, anything from each other. So it was pretty much open, our sexual lives, and I knew when my daughter lost virginity. Uh, so we were very close in this, and she was never shy to because she knew that I would never judge her, I would just help her. But were you open about your lifestyle with, uh, with Eric? I, this part of my life, I was uh, having hidden from everyone, from all my family, including my daughter, because, because since it's something forbidden and it's a taboo, you don't know how to share it with your family, you don't know their reactions, and sometimes you have a fear to lose them because they're afraid the most uh, and plus yeah. most people don't understand what the lifestyle is all about yes. so it's kind of hard to approach and then you have to then discuss and what it's all and explain exactly. so generally most people in the lifestyle just keep it a secret with their partner yes and that's what you did with your daughter yes exactly okay. and then going to the story we are in one of the local clubs at the party and uh, here my daughter is Coming and with and her it was boyfriend. A party, it was a party where everybody was in costume, in theme, yes. and wearing masks, right? Yes. But they were not having masks. And uh, so I, we saw them. And at that one moment, I thought I would probably... I, w I died. <laughs> you were about to have a heart attack? Yes. Uh -huh. like for, for a minute, I think I've lost conscious. But then we, we, we collected ourselves. We didn't know how to approach that. So we put masks on and we retired very mm -hmm. fastly from the club, which didn't really help the situation 
is just stretched. So she didn't see you. She didn't know you were there. You saw her and you escaped. Yes. So she still had no idea that we saw her. So uh, after a week of not sleeping and uh, debating and speaking with you, you, Carol. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I realized that I need to talk to her. Mm Mm-hmm. So and your first reaction was that you were surprised because you thought she was one of the most straight people you know, right? So you had a surprised yes. reaction yourself. Yes. She was a girl who would have a, a beautiful breast and she would always ha- cover them with a turtleneck. Uh-huh. And she would always say that I dress too sexy and sh- I thought she would never be there. And I, but... I guess I was wrong. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> but we say that about swingers all the time. You never know who it could be. It's a soccer mom next door, somebody who works with you. It could be sitting beside you at church. It could be someone yeah. in the grocery store. Nobody knows who's a swinger. There's no big S written on their forehead. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a secret guarding. And that's a nice thing about it. I, if I can add to what Jen just mentioned, we were also, it's a particular situation, we were also kind of fearful that uh, she was kind of led uh, to this club by her boyfriend. And it was a new boyfriend. Against her will. Yes, you okay, know. So that was a worry for you. Right. right. But it turned out that she's the one who initiated the whole go. thing. So wow. what do you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. let's go back to now you had, had a, a conversation discussion. with her. Yes. So we did have a conversation with my daughter. And um, I felt uh, such a relief. I still feel such a relief. It's unbelievable. It's been only a month. Uh, and a half since that conversation but uh, uh, my life changed our experiences changed I can share with my daughter where I am and just mention the name the age of your daughter so people aren't thinking that she's 12 years old right? she's now she's uh, yeah she's in her late 20s gotcha. so she's legal <laughs> absolutely and um, she's very sweet and smart uh, child she used to be a smart <laughs> child. Now she's very, very yes, she's a very smart uh, woman, young woman, and she has apparently many friends in her age who is also going to the clubs, the swingers clubs. They go to swingers resorts, and being here in Hiro, we see many young couples too. So I guess the age is changing for this. So it's, it becomes less and less forbidden, which is amazing. So you were kind of worried that she was straight and maybe it wasn't her choice going there. But now you're yes. understanding that so many young people do want to explore and yes. they're getting there and they're doing the exploration, even though you, you didn't imagine that your daughter might be one of those. Yes, exactly. And uh, she was always asking me when we would go to the party. She said, oh, I want to join you for the party. Then where are you going? And we would say, no, no, it's uh, older people. You're not gonna be interested so the first thing she said after after I opened my cards uh, for her she says oh just so now you can bring me to your parties <laughs> and that was a hard no <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yes for sure I say never you say to anyone that I'm your mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah not only do you want people to know you have a 28 year old daughter as a joke we uh, we, we uh, Jen and her daughter decided to share custody of the club <laughs> so we don't show up together <laughs> yes and we, we discussed that if you do go to the club at the same time because it could happen party or whatever um, at least we don't go upstairs. We don't play. I don't want uh, some 
for me it's still taboo that uh, some men they would say okay I did a mother and now I'm gonna do a daughter uh, yeah no. which for sure many would probably <laughs> think about it the first <laughs> thing well that mother-daughter fantasy even at the same time of course is a huge fantasy but we're saying that we don't have to fulfill fantasies right they no. can just remain fantasies In forever <laughs> exactly it. I'm on the sisters I sisters? like sisters twins Car- Carol said oh, sisters I said okay stepsisters <laughs> <laughs> but there's always that fantasy yeah, back here yeah exactly for sure but some fantasies is good to say fantasies exactly I hope <laughs> and when we had our discussion when you told me your story um, I did tell you that you were going to feel so much relief and so much liberation yes. from not keeping that secret from someone so important as your daughter is with you especially since she is open minded and will be accepting and you don't have to worry about rejection of your daughter by telling her that um, that weight is now off your shoulder and even if you don't want to tell the whole entire world at least you know that most important person besides Eric uh, knows about your liberal views and how you spend your time and you don't have to hide that from her anymore. And it's so crazy that, I mean, we know, we see the weight that's come off your shoulders because you and Eric have this relationship of the utmost trust and honesty and openness, right? You tell each other everything. You, there's nothing that you hide. And here you have your daughter who you're hiding the secret life that you have. And now you told her. And now you can have this open, honest discussion and communication with her. And she's going to have questions. And what better person to go to than her mom who's experienced it. And she doesn't have to go through those little mistakes that we all make. And I I believe that, uh, like we've told our kids, we have six kids and our parents and everybody knows. And it's just great for them to know that if they have questions related to sexuality or, or any sexual fluidity that's out there, they can talk to us without being judged. Yes, and um, very important is to have someone, like I had Carol, who can put you in the right way because that's it wasn't my... You were, you were freaking out. I was bit, yes, freaking yes, out. Yeah. And but uh, you did thanks, calm down yeah. after this discussion. But I, I'm happy that I called the correct person, the perfect person to help me and it was Carol and uh, now is it's perfect right now. But then it was really... I, w- I was not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> and you did the right thing and now yes. you've recovered from all of the stress. Yes. And yes. what I think what you were concerned about was that you were worried that it was not her choice, but then yes. certainly you found out from her own yes. voice that it was her, her own choice. And now you share that you're here with Hito. She knows you're here and she yes. knows you're enjoying. And so that's really a nice relationship. And you're going to be much stronger in your relationship with your daughter from sure. this day forward. And how for cool sure. is it that in Jen and Eric's relationship, she took the lead and brought him and said, I'm ready to right, go. We and just now heard her that. daughter <laughs> did, did the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. So you know what? You've obviously done some great mothering with your daughter. And I'm so happy and that you guys have opened up to each other. And I think your life is going to change forever. Yes, it already did. And uh, it's, it's completely different. And the, we had um, just an example. We had a fashion show at a, at a swingers club. And I was participating. And my daughter was helping me to choose my outfits Yay. for it. Mm. So... It's something, it's, it's big, it's big. I'm happy that I, I have a friend, uh, not only family member, a friend that I can say even more than to anyone because I know she's never going to judge me and she's never going to leave me. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, you guys are here at Hito. It's been a number of years that you've been coming here and you've been coming here with friends and on your own. Are they coming here or do they come here? They come and they come and in they here. And they keep coming. Yeah, they keep it's like coming. like a little rabbit. No, he so keeps going. <laughs> 
Is there something special about hedonism that just keeps drawing you back here? Um, it's hard to pinpoint a specific thing to answer your question. You keep showing up when we're here. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, there's a common denominator. <laughs> but uh, seriously, uh, it's always something uh, or many th different things. Um, first year, we, this is our sixth visit here. And the first time we came, uh, we heard a lot about it and so many different uh, opinions. Some were saying, oh, this is bad, this is nice, but some were saying, oh, wow, it's, all, it's awesome, and this and that. We heard, we heard it all. So we, we said, we said, you know what, life is short, let's go and uh, experience the whole thing by ourselves and make our own opinion. There you go, that's perfect. And we just loved the whole place. I mean, we were uh, pleasant, uh, pleasantly surprised to see, oh, this is not... Oh, it's not true that people can go, you know, uh, help themselves at the buffet, all naked, uh, still dripping from the seawater. No, it's class. It's clean. Uh, the 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 uh, the staff is awesome. Every year we show up, and they say, "Oh, Mr. Eric, who are you? Long time no see." They remember our first name. Wow. They, oh, say, they say, "Welcome home," don't right. they? Yeah, welcome yes. home, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, so it's a bunch of things. Uh, the food, the restaurants is, are awesome. I'm from uh, European culture, so food, the food culture is so important for me. Uh, it's it's delicious. I mean, you have to stop yourself from eating sometimes <laughs> when you keep your shape. Just hold that thought for a second. We're going to sure. remind everyone this is the Hedo Show. We're Carol and David. We're at the Hedonism 2 here on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. And let's just talk about sex. Okay, we've been talking about food. You just mentioned food. You mentioned the staff. But let's talk about the sexual fun and experiences you've had at Hedo. And we know it's one of the only places next to Cap Dag in the south of France that you can fuck anywhere except the dining room, which is a good thing. <laughs> um, but what type of experiences have you guys had here with different people in different places that have been those memorable moments that you take back home with you and you cherish forever? I, I would say it's all those spontaneous moments uh, where you meet a couple, you flirt, you seduce. Oh, it's, uh, it's you know flattering being seduced as well. The ten tension is mounting and it, it climax that, okay, oh, let's go to this uh, bed by the beach. Or, oh, let's go to this playroom. Oh, I did not know there was a small playroom behind the sexy pool. All those things like that and the nice moments. Uh, it, it, to answer your question, that, that's what makes it great. I have time. to agree with you that the ability to be spontaneous, meet a couple, and in that moment say, let's go fuck, really makes a difference here. We've been on the Bliss Cruise, we've been to different vacations, and you can't have sex anywhere, which is okay, it's understandable because of the environment and the rules, and most of the time I follow the rules, some of the times I get in uh, big trouble, not, yeah, okay. sometimes. <laughs> But that being in the nude pool, being able to go to that little playroom, being able to go onto the beach, being able to just sit on the side of the pool and give a blowjob or eat a pussy really adds to the er eroticism that you get here at Hito. But I do want to add to that. I just want to say that um, 
when you are flirting and you're getting that arousal going and you're getting the seduction, as you guys are saying, that's what you really like. It doesn't have to happen in one hour. I just want to tell everybody. It could be over the course of days until that Absolutely. tension mounts and finally someone says, hey, let's go do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I don't want your, your listeners to think that it's, a, it's an open air orgy 24-7. Not at all. Not at all. Sporadically, rarely, oh, oh, look, there's a couple there, you know, hidden behind the bushes uh, having sex. Uh, it, it brings a, f a nice uh, added value, a flavor to the whole thing. Uh, but you can go to your room, the playroom. There's plenty of places where you can have fun discreetly. discreetly. And yes, if you and want to, exactly. And that message is so important. We were talking to Harry Lang, who owns the resort, and Kevin Levy, who's uh, the general manager here. And they were saying that over the last... 12 to 18 months, there are a lot more people, newbie people, and not newbie swinger people, just newbie people. First timers. First timers who want to explore their sexuality who are coming here. And this morning for breakfast, we sat next to a couple and they didn't know about all the stuff. They read it on the website, but it's like, is that stuff really true? Is it true that there's so much respect and um, good communication and everybody is so friendly? And they were here for their first day yesterday and they were blown away at how friendly people are. Nobody attacked them. People asked them, so are you guys swingers? And they said, no, it's our first time here. And they kept talking to them. They didn't run away because they weren't in it for sex because people are here for the friendship and for the people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the fun things that we did last night was the talent show. And Jen had a wonderful time. Eric and I did a silent duet together. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the silent duet counts as much as. <laughs> but Jen. that was the comedy show. It was show. great. It was, it was great really comedy great. show. Yeah, everybody was silent throughout our duet. Well, the whole fun <laughs> part about the talent show is that all the guests can participate. Of course, that's what yes. makes it a whole lot of fun. You have singers, you have dancers, and you do have comedians. And actually, David, you've never gone up on stage. Were you afraid of being booed down? Is that the deal? Silence. Silence. Afraid of silence. <laughs> yes. For a comedian, that would be terrible. But Jen had a lot of fun last night, and you did a beautiful salsa dance. Yes. And even though I'm not dancing, but we danced with Harry because uh, he's an amazing dancer, so he was leading me. And it's just fun because, you know, sometimes you want to show off, and that's the opportunity. And you don't have to be great. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be even professional. But you just have to be good. Right. Yeah, in your fun. mind and your head and you have to be happy. And uh, when you've done it, it's like, whoa, I did, I done that. I went on the stage in front of all those people. And you were and yourself uh, also. You yeah. had, you, you're a beautiful woman. You love to Thank dance. You. you used to be a ballerina. And you went up and you had a great time. And for, you know, our listeners who've heard the show before, Harry Lang is the chairman and owner of, of Hedonism. But he's also one of the guests here. And, and he, he loves to he dance. He does love to dance. And he, he's, he's everywhere. And it's really him inviting you into his home when you come to Hedonism. And that's why they say, welcome home. I, I Yeah, totally uh, agree. I just wanted to add a small thing, linking this, uh, uh, what you just mentioned. It brings so much to the whole atmosphere of the resort. And going back to one of the questions you, uh, one of the topics we discussed earlier, what brings us back? It's a general overall atmosphere, the vibe. People are friendly, as you mentioned. You just can't speak to anybody. There, because there's no taboo, it's as if you, anybody can approach you and vice versa. It's not cold atmosphere like I'm going to snob and ignore the people sitting beside me on the beach chair. No, I because we don't not. know them. Yeah, exactly. Here people talk, hey, hi, how are you? And if you don't 
they're not um, uh, appealing to you no. for any kind physically, mentally, whoever. Who cares? You're and just even, talking, and even and language isn't the barrier. You know, no, th- there's exactly. a bunch. There's a bunch of couples here from Russia, and. Um, even if their English is, they're trying to speak English but, and it's not but, quite but understandable, but we all kind of listen carefully and try to make the connection. And so we are having still a conversation and a communication with people, even though they're not perfect in their English. But it just the, the encouragement and the support from just your fellow guest, would just it just makes you feel fine. And if they wanted to have sex, if they wanted to swing, they will find a way in body language to tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Everybody still follows the rules, right? And those three rules, which we repeat every time, is ask first. No means no, and if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it means no. Those three, along with the respect, is what makes hedonism one of the most amazing places to go. And most lifestyle events, properties, vacations are very, very similar. So as we wind down, and I know we're coming to the end of the show here, this little episode, what can you tell us about your own couple coming here and what is it that you like to do together? I know you like to be seduced and to to seduce others, but when you're here and you're reconnecting with your partner, what's your favorite thing to do? I think Jen really liked kissing you this morning in the pool. Well, okay, that's not (laughs) reconnecting with her partner, honey. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but he was watching. <laughs> okay. and, yes. And, and they're going to bring that back home and sing. Remember exactly. that time you kissed Carol? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's not that every night we play with another couple here. And actually, for us, it's a, it's a treat. It's a candy. We like to be together and uh, we love playroom here. We love just to lay in the mattresses and uh, look up the stars. And uh, it's... And we either have amazing sex or we just lie down and we're hearing other people having sex and it's so romantic and it's so great. So every time we say, okay, that's going to be the last time. We have to see other places. We have to go somewhere else. And at the end of our vacation, say, okay, the next time we're coming, we'll do this and this. And we'll do this thematic evening and that thematic evening. So you can this place, as soon as you come here, you, you can never forget about it. You will always come back. That's for sure. It's not only uh, because of the, uh, the the sex reasons as well. I'm an avid uh, scuba diver. It's all inclusive here. It's wonderful. So I get to dive every morning. Uh, and that's your passion. You bring your stuff with you. It's your passion. You're hunting lionfish every yeah, day. Absolutely. <laughs> and we, no, though though you possibly you can. You're allowed, of course. Nobody dives naked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't want to scratch what yourself. What about scuba diving? Do pe- uh, I'm not scuba snorkeling. diving. Snorkeling. Do people snorkel naked? Yes, I did. Okay. Good. There yes. You go. And it's amazing feeling to swim with the fish, and it's all color- colorful. You don't really need to dive. You can just go snorkeling not far from the shore. And um, we saw so much fish that you don't need to dive, and we could do it uh, naked, which is fun. There you go. All right, guys. So before we go. When you go home, do you use some of the experiences that you've had over here as foreplay to have great sex at home? A little bit of stimulation when you think about all the sex you saw in the playroom, even if you weren't jumping in yourself, you had this a chance and, to and see the live porn. there a lot of sex actually on the beach this week. Right, there was people I know. on the raft yeah. fucking, which, yeah. is, which is great. There was somebody who played ping pong and they finished playing ping pong and then they started eating each other <laughs> out and we were sitting there watching, which was very cool. They were exhibitions. Do you use that live porn and talk about it when you guys get home? Um, not specifically, I'd say. It's rather like different, a collection of pictures in our respective minds. Okay. Uh, that makes us oh they you know sort of daydreaming whatever and 
And uh, personally, when I'm making love with Jen, I'm in my bubble. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think about something else, but for sure, having those pictures and the foreplay, whatever, we can talk about it. And we often do. Uh, oh, next time I need you. Oh, do you remember we've done this? Oh, do you remember uh, when we had fun with this couple? And It's nice sure. stories. It's nice for stories sure. to remind it, you and arousing, remind you of the vacation. Sure. I'd be a liar yes. to say otherwise. And we keep those friendships forever. So many friends we met here and we keep meeting people and they became our friends and we come visit their countries and their places and they come visit us. So it's, uh, it's not only for sex, it's, it's for great friendships also. Thank you very much for those nice wise words. We really appreciate you spending Thank the time you. with us. And I think it's almost time to go get naked on the beach. It is. Yeah. I guess we'll see you guys in the playroom a little bit later. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> is that an invitation, David? I don't know. You girls work it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is The Hedo Show. We are Cal and David broadcasting live from Hedonism 2 Resorts on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. Great sex matters. And we all want better sex, right? And one of the biggest issues preventing people from getting there is that everyday stress. And we have with us Lynn and Jonam, founders of Amarita Awakening. So Jonam, how do people get to have better sex from following your program and workshops? Great question, Carol. So this is almost like taking a mini vacation. And it's all about taking that sensual journey into the depths of your own mind so that you can instantly relax and reconnect with yourself. And from there, you can connect far better with whoever you're sharing this intimate time with. And you can do all of this from the comfort of your own home. That's true. We created this as a tool so that you guys can be at home and learn to tune out the stresses and distractions of your workaday life and tune into the freedom that you really want to be here and to be present. Because when you're able to shut off that monkey mind, you know, the one that just chatters and chatters when you're trying to pay attention to something else, it stops you from being able to really de-stress. So with the Amrita Awakening series, you're able to be free and explore just how much pleasure you can feel. And honestly, we have found that there really is no upper limit. Lynn, Jonam, thank you so much. To learn more, go visit AmaritaExperience.com. That's A-M-R-I-T-A Experience.com. Okay, we're back. This is The Hedo Show. We are Carol and David broadcasting live. You know where we are, Negro Beach in Jamaica. It's a gorgeous day. And we have always prided ourselves in finding unique couples who come here to hedonism. Um, And we have found one couple who come here because they are nudists and not swingers. So we have Jen and Eric. Again? Yes, and we're happy to talk with <laughs> you guys. Their names really so aren't Jen and Eric, because unfortunately in our world, some people, most people have to be a little secretive, so that's not their real names, but we're going to call them Jen and Eric. That's okay. It's all good. But you guys are n- uh, nudists or naturists. It's a very similar word. Uh, welcome to our show, and we're going to hear a kind of different point of view about hedonism, because that's what the lifestyle that you guys have. So welcome, Jen and Eric, to the show. Thank you. So why don't you start by telling us about... No, no, no. I'm going to start by telling them how we met them. So because hedonism... Oh, I get it. I get it. I know where this is going. Because hedonism is that place where you can really explore your sexual boundaries and have a good time and really do what's good for your couple. We were sitting here this morning having breakfast and I went up to you guys and I said, you know what, it was really nice to see you guys 
just be yourselves, be spontaneous. And what other thing do you do after playing ping pong than going down and eat your wife out? <laughs> and that's how we met last night. Carol and I were sitting there with David some friends. David likes to watch. In, he's in the courtyard. We're exhibitionists also, but he likes to watch. He lives a wire too. And we're so. sitting in the courtyard, and all of a sudden, uh, we were all dressed up for fetish night last night, and I saw like these high-heeled white shoes in the air and a head bobbing <laughs> up and, and And you knew right away what was going I on. I knew what was going on. They flipped over and all of a sudden there was a blowjob and some fucking and ah, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. And that's how we met last night because you guys were just in the moment, right? Totally. Very much in the moment. I like that introduction, David. Yes. That was very different from where I was going. <laughs> Hedonistic. Yeah. So, um, I guess following that discussion on how we met with you guys last night, tell us about your lifestyle, your nudist lifestyle, mm-hmm. and how you started, um, how, lo- how long ago, and where, where your journeys brought you. Yeah, well, we've been nudists for 30 years, something like that, yeah. and it, that is in of itself has brought our, us and our family closer together. Um, we came to hedonism probably 20 years ago for about five years in a row. Okay. When our kids were little, our life was stressful, we needed to reconnect, and we came and, and reconnected. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and hedonism is about connection. Hedonism is about making the connection with your partner and figuring out what you can do to make the relationship better that, that is, doesn't, isn't about anybody else but the two of you. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a world you come to where you make it what you want to make it, and it is exactly what you make it. Nothing more, nothing less. People don't judge here. You just do what, what seems spontaneous, and that's what makes a relationship uh, better because you're be able to not worry about the outside world because a relationship is about the two people involved, not the world around you. Right, and, and you guys live in this world where you and your friends are very comfortable being naked, very. and we were talking earlier that it has nothing to do with sex. Nothing to do with sex, sex. whatsoever. It has much to do about shedding your clothes and taking all of society's prejudices and throwing them away so everyone is identical. Everyone right. looks it's the an same. Equalizer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Very much an equalizer. You could be sitting next to the CEO or of the course, janitor. That's exactly right. I and agree with you 100%. And th- I think we first came here mainly because we knew we could be naked pretty mm-hmm. much anywhere. So that was the initial enticement. Then it then it became oh we can also be free to, to, you know, explore. to explore your sexuality at yes. the same time. Very cool. Absolutely. Now you guys are big into naked volleyball, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Now I've played semi naked volleyball. You put on your little skimpy shorts yes. to play on the but beach. But I'm a little afraid afraid of you know I'm I'm a pretty aggressive volleyball player and if I dive I didn't want like one of those in the ground which is my cock running four feet up there and then having sand inside my cock head. Oh my gosh, you have to be so graphic? Graphic, (laughs) that's why wait, that's why I wear shorts. Do you wear shorts when you play I never wear shorts. Yeah, and depending on where you are, like on the sand here in this beach, I would not dive. No, don't die. I made the That's mistake. That's the rule. Don't die. I made the mistake uh, of landing on my knees oh, and the yeah. concrete underneath cut oh, okay. my feet. Uh, but on a nice sand, on a nice sand, you're good. But if you're focused on the volleyball, you don't think about how you're dressed, huh? Yeah. I'm no, he's focused only on my balls. Yeah, he was yeah. just worried about hurting his balls. <laughs> That's all. We've seen college-age kids playing, and they have no idea what's what, anything but they're focused on that mm, volleyball. Okay. 
And actually, that's one of the most amazing things is right. to watch these because you see muscles fire all the way down. It's just beautiful, it right? Is, yeah, it's yeah. pretty incredible Especially to watch. younger generation, you know, the, I like seeing the fact that there's very few, this has become a younger person's sport, and we're seeing less and less older people and more and more younger people get into being free with their bodies to enjoy the feeling of not having clothes on. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying there's more younger people that are, are being playing nude volleyball than Correct. ever before. Ever well, before. we're seeing more younger people coming to resorts like this yes. than ever before. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're free to explore their sexuality, their bodies, their whatever, and, and that yeah. there's and not such a judgment as there was, let's just say, 20 years and it's ago. A, it's a great point. It's a really good point about bringing in the younger generation and how they're being a lot more comfortable with their bodies and their sexuality. And when we were here in March with the Young Swingers Week group, and we're going to be back next this coming March, we found that there, with a the younger group, there was a lot more guys who were standing up and saying, I'm bisexual. Which, and which 20 years ago, no. you didn't hear about. Right. Even if no. they might have been, but you right. wouldn't have heard about it. they were bisexual it. within the swinging world, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't two guys looking to play with each other, but within two couples, the guys were good playing with each other, which is... Or even just touching, you know, not afraid. They're not the homophobic, you know, stereotype of men who don't want to cross swords, you know, that would... But it's very nice to see the younger people embracing their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's even more than that. We have a sexually confused generation mm-hmm. that need the ability to just connect. And if the connect is just giving someone a, a naked hug... And to share fine. warmth, to share the warmth, and that's completely fine. And a lot of times we think it's either black or white, it's either sex or no sex. We're not. That's not how we're programmed. Mm-hmm. We're programmed as people to like the warmth. Mm-hmm. And that warmth should still be there regardless of the sex. Mm, absolutely. I love that. Mm. Uh, body on body, skin on skin is the best. Yeah. So how long, um, you were saying that you went for five years yes. at hedonism every year. Then you had a chance to do other things. And what are those other things that you were doing as a nudist uh, in your lifestyle? Uh, we tend to, we were lucky and retired seven, six and seven years ago. Okay. So we travel mm-hmm. and we go f- to naked volleyball tournaments. Oh, and I see. We, okay. we, tra- we, we travel between the tournaments. We've always done nude vacations, which is why this is this is a place you can be nude. And you can be pretty much nude anywhere you like to be nude here without feeling like you should be clothed or people will be looking different at you or they'll be pointing cameras at you. Right. So it's very good to, to have that here. And we've had other things that we've, the other vacations we've done that are nude. And that's what we've always, that's the, the, one of the things we always have to have is that element of having a time where our bodies can air out and we can just get back to who we really are, just the people we are. And at home, are you nudists at, at home? home? Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a hot tub. Mm-hmm. We spend a We've lot of time We've raised our children there. as nudists. Okay. Our kids, our kids know know the lifestyle that we, uh, the, the, the they've seen the benefits of being raised raised as nudist children. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't understand why everyone has such a problem with mm-hmm. that. They, they, a lot of the things that most kids go through, they never went through, and the th- they've had a different struggle with society mm-hmm. because the spouses they've married only understand how it's how it's like to be raised as a non-nudist kid. Right. So they they struggle with why is why is everyone why are people different than us? Because right. mm-hmm. they thought mm-hmm. they yeah. were normal. Yeah. So yeah. In, the, in the south of France, there's a place called Cap d'Ac. I want to go. So we, we haven't been yet. We've been there, and. Uh, 
you know, we've been swingers for 12 years. We haven't seen it all, but we've seen a lot. And we went, when we went to Cap Dag two years ago, it is absolutely mind-boggling seeing 15, 16,000 naked people. <laughs> okay, On a and, beach, and in a little village. It, it, going shopping, yeah. naked, eating. And at Cap Dag, it's, it's broken down. You were talking about your kids being brought up as naturists or nudists as well. Well, there's a section for families yeah. mm-hmm. where, I mean, in, in Europe, it's a much more liberal and nudity is not taboo. Yeah. It's part of life. And on the beach, you have the gay section and you have the swinger section. And the swinger section is people fucking and people watching and people encouraging. But besides, you know, the sexual <laughs> debauchery that goes on with the swingers there, the nudists, it's, it's part of their world. The gay community it's part of their world right but to see so many naked people we were on the bliss cruise we thought four thousand was a lot this yeah. was 15 <laughs> yeah. 16 thousand people all getting along together uh-huh. and you cool. were concerned about getting sand playing volleyball only because no. he, he didn't want it on his cock that's <laughs> yeah, all well if you're having sex on the beach no. <laughs> yeah, yeah we we weren't I, I will say i've never met a group of people that are so accepting doesn't matter which of the groups that you're speaking of for the groups you the the ones the people that we're talking about most people are the most open-minded people and they're not prejudiced against others and i like that about all those groups mm-hmm. and uh, feeling good with all those people makes a, a much greater experience being well, it's certainly a happier place. That's Absolutely for sure. yes. a happier place. Yes. Well, we know our happy place is being naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We wherever we travel, if we can find a nude beach, we but can just get away. We for have a trouble day. with snow, though. <laughs> yeah, snow that is cold, one of the things. You know, we, yeah. But when we were work. in Cap Dag and we went to the restaurant, some people do put you know their bottoms on mm-hmm. or whatever, or they just bring their towel with them. But um, we said, well, we're here. We just want to be naked. Let's just eat naked and we just sat on our towel and that was just fine but a lot of people in that city do put clothes on to right. eat which I think is just a uh, formality or yeah. uh, for hygiene I guess but it it's would like be. what <laughs> you feel comfortable if that's how you feel comfortable then you need to embrace that right because that's how you feel comfortable right. and and that's how we how life works and we were comfortable just being naked there Time you for go a story oh yeah craziest okay. thing you guys have done Oh, where, where did you go? What did you craziest see? What part of the probably the craziest thing we've ever done is we've done a nude uh, whitewater Grand Canyon trip. Oh, I like wow. that. Yeah. And mm. we've done it three times. And so everybody on the boat, everyone on the boat nudist. is naked. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, you know, from the time you put your your toes in the water, the time you take your toes out, besides a life jacket. Um, and it's an amazing experience. It's very spiritual. Yeah, I was going to say. Very yes, spiritual, definitely. a mile deep in the earth. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is, uh, each time we go, we say the same thing. We say it's an amazing once-in-a-lifetime experience, uh-huh. but it's just the people are amazing because you get to know each other for the people who are inside, not the people who are outside. Right. Because without your How clothes. How big a group is that? With about 30 people. 30 okay. people. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's, it's cool you talk about the Grand Canyon because every year we do a houseboat trip on Lake Mead, which is and we've nearby. done it, We've done it on Lake Powell, too, with yeah, Griffin and right. Rescue. So that's that's all in the same yeah. area. Yeah. We, go, we go 15 couples, mm-hmm. and there's no boating. Also, yeah. s- swinger couples we're right. talking yeah. about. So yeah. all, the only criteria is everybody has to be full swap, and we go there 15 couples, and for three days, it's all about fucking. <laughs> yeah. But at night, we sleep on the top of the boat with the stars oh, and yeah. the moon yep. and the, the, the tranquility and you're just away from the craziness of this world. Well, yeah, and we do the same thing, but with nudist group. <laughs> and when you're on the Colorado River and you stop for the night, you stay on 
uh, on the side or whatever. Right. Is you, there tents or are you under the stars? Under the stars. Oh, boy. Love it. Wow. Yeah. One Love night it. I looked up and saw the space station wow. go over. I mean, that's, that's part cool. of the spirituality yeah, as no well. Light, Just light reconnecting. Poison. You're connecting with nature, yeah. connecting with your tribe, and connecting right. with your couple. Wow, that is that's a really, really great experience. So, Miss yeah. Jen, being the exhibitionist that you are. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> unless it's impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> that was impulsive. Okay. I'm, I'm, I was in the moment. <laughs> and, and that's what you get to be here at Hedonism. <laughs> what is, in your all your world travels, the craziest place you guys have had sex? Okay, with uh, that group down in the Grand Canyon, was there any sex going on there? Only no? with each other. Okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, but you, I'm talking we, we about just no, the two we of you. definitely had okay. sex there. All right. That's not, this is the only place the sexuality comes out. Otherwise, we play the other card, which is we're trying to make sure that, you know, we are respectful of other people who don't want to see that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're very careful not to be the couple that people make feel other couples uncomfortable we don't want to make, make other people feel uncomfortable okay. so that's kind of for that kind of thing you really have to uh, uh pick, be your, pick your moment right be yeah, respectful that's okay. well we were that's good too then if that's the case we're happy to have experienced <laughs> yes. one, of, our one of your moments <laughs> yeah <Yes. laughs> very, very unusual yeah so definitely that's very unusual. cool <laughs> so now you're back at hedonism after a couple of years of not coming yes. here have you seen a change or you see something different in yourselves in the resort how you felt um, I think there's some in ourselves. I'm definitely more self-confident than probably when I, we first were coming. Yeah. So I'm able to let go a little bit. Um, it definitely still gives you the same powerful feeling that, hey, I still got it or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, places pretty much the same missing yeah. missing a slide and a couple oh, yes, other right. things. Oh, yeah, right. about the slide, yeah. Slide three years ago had to be decommissioned. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sadly, but uh, it still reconnects us. Good. Definitely has reconnected us, so we can go back to our stressful life. And so we have we have a lot of listeners who um, aren't swingers and who aren't necessarily nudists, and uh, everybody wants to try something different to spice yeah. up their sex life. Um, because you guys are, are into yourselves and into your relationship and into you know making it better every time you do something, if somebody's out there listening, wanting to do something different to come to a hedonism or go on a naked whitewater rafting trip, what type of conversation does one person, let's say the wife in the relationship, mm -hmm. have to bring up with their partner to open up that dialogue to say, hey, you know, I'm okay being naked or, or I'm okay having sex on the beach. Are you? Hmm. Are you saying that we would tell people? Yeah. Well, some advice. What do you think? Well, well, we, we successful how for do you. you. How do you bring up that conversation yeah. to your partner? Because most people yeah, don't talk about sex, right? No. Or talk about being naked. No. But sex is something that happens when you have a closeness, and it's not necessarily something you plan. It's, mm -hmm. it's not that, that things happen because they're meant to happen. Mm -hmm. But you're planning a vacation. You want to go somewhere. You want to yeah. do something different. You want your, your, your marriage has gotten a little stale, and you want to try something try new, something basically. So how do you bring it up to okay, your partner? Yeah, so I would say, say like, just, we've been giving a friend of advice right. because he heard we were here, so he's been messaging and saying, I think I'm going to take my, and, and go, and what should I expect, and, and the one thing about Hito is you can take your clothes off, you can not take your clothes off, you can do whatever you want. And whatever makes you comfortable, and you can try a little bit of whatever makes you comfortable. This is a place that has a lot of p 
potential for experimentation. So if you, there's a lot of temptation out here, and the temptation uh, can be what you make it to be. So you have to be stable in who you are and stable in what you want to become because you can try things out here that you can't try out anywhere else. Now, being a couple who aren't swingers, were you um, pursued by people who wanted to play with you, or is everybody respectful? Well, everybody's respectful, and I mean, people talk to us, and when we make it clear that we play with each other, everybody's been really cool and friendly mm-hmm. and you but, know, but that it's, and it's not a rejection though no, it's no of, absolutely not it's, no, it's more of you know let's let's be friends let's just right. clarify let's, where let's you be stand friends yeah. And, yeah that's all yeah and yeah. We're, we're we're okay with we're okay with the same way you treat everybody else uh-huh. we just have one element that we're not as as participative of you oh, know there's yeah. 50 percent of the people here don't play yeah. right a lot exactly. of people don't get it they think it's a swingers resort and it's a fuck fest and yeah. you know you're going to walk in someone's going to rip off your clothes but you don't have to <laughs> share you your partner you don't you just share. don't 50 yeah. percent of people are here to enhance the eroticism and the intimacy in their couple yeah and you can get that with never walking down to the nude pool mm-hmm. right? if you want to mm-hmm. and the things that you see here it's nice it's nice to see other people enjoying the other couples enjoying each other mm-hmm. it's nice to it see people absolutely. who dress up for each other or do things for each other to try to strengthen themselves th- their their self-image and their relationship with their partner because both are very important to, to, to actualize the person that you'd like to become and here you can do it without judgment and certainly as women we always are self-conscious and we are probably our our worst critics and there's always something that we can say is not right or it's got a flaw here or there and for us to walk down the beach naked yeah. uh, and with nobody even noticing that we're naked because we're all naked Na- together yeah. and it just feels good that we don't have to worry yeah. about the flaw or the scar or the little lump or Babe, bump you or have whatever. almost no flaws thank you <laughs> almost yes that's what good husbands say, say yeah. <laughs> well we, we i also i've always felt i look around and if i'm self-conscious about my body and i look around and go okay she's dropped it gorgeous i don't have as good body as her but I look better than her, so or him or whatever, and, but and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's no materialism. No. Everybody is accepting. There's, you know, in the world, there's so much shaming and yeah. crap out there, and you just don't get it here. No. People are so comfortable being who they are right. in their own skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing Fun about the, the one thing about the resort is I've never met as many friendly people. Right. I've never met people that will come up to you and just say hello to you. And They'll just, just come because. up just because, yeah. or someone who make will see you standing there in line, or see you standing there by the beach, or you know, if someone has their towel out and they're laying on the beach. Uh, here, I feel here people feel more comfortable talking with each other, and, and the you, clothes seem to be a bit. Every like everybody says good yeah, morning right. to everybody, yeah. and you you know that doesn't happen at Sandals. No, no. 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 one one thing we discovered in the nudist world. Is you go to a nude beach, you put your towel next to somebody. Right. Or you a nude campground, you walk into somebody else's campsite, here, have a beer. Yeah. Uh, but you, if you go in the clothed world to the campsite, right. you don't set foot on somebody's campsite. No, they're and little the, square, the, that's right. their bubble. Yeah, boundary. Clothed, yes. boundary. Yes. Same yes. thing on the clothed beach. You don't right. put your towel next to somebody. Right. Exactly. When there's a whole beach out there, what are you doing right beside me? That's right. weird. Right. right? Yeah. right. But here like people look forward to making that connection. And making yeah. new friends. It's making new friends. Yeah, it's about the people. It's yeah. yes. making new friends to be friends, not for any expectation that they're going to have sex later it's just a let's just be friends and be enjoy each other for the people we are absolutely and, and it's so cool just sitting there we had that brazilian couple we were talking to yesterday who are nudists as well <laughs> and we're standing there on the beach 
they're naked, we're naked, you're talking, having a great conversation, and the nudity has no play no. in yeah. what's going no. on. No. We're learning about their uh, what they like to do, about where they live, and how they travel, and we're not even looking no. at the genitals or at all. And, and the coolest <laughs> thing about being at Hedonism or any naked place is the rest of the world thinks guys are walking around with erections <laughs> all the time. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm going to have an erection, and it just doesn't happen because everybody, the nudity is just part of the environment. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. At right. rest. And then Cock can be at rest. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be performing all the time. <laughs> but I like when you take it out of rest position. I know you do that, baby. I it's do good. it for you. Blowjobs on the beach are amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Without the sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> and how many days do you have left here on your vacation? Uh, two. Two. And you have any plans of something special? You can play more volleyball? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll play more volleyball and yeah. just hang everything's spontaneous just, no, every the, the people we meet in life that we can we can share our story with and they can share their story with us makes our lives richer yeah. and so we hope we can share our story with people and people can share their story with us cool. so we can become more fulfilled individuals well, beautiful well yes, maybe, we'll, very see, well maybe said. we'll see you in the phone party uh, tonight tonight <laughs> <laughs> Phone party, party. Yep. <laughs> after the show tonight. There are people here who look to all the parties to make sure they they make the, they're 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 a good addition to the party. Oh, yeah. Yep. And there's others of us who just come here because we like the experience right. and we have no idea what the parties are. Yeah. But that's okay because we you can. We can. Right. right. Yes. And it's what you make it. Right. Exactly. Life is what you make it. Jen, Eric, thank you so much for taking your time putting on that show last night. It definitely <laughs> was the highlight of our vacation. <laughs> this is the Hedo Show. We are Cal and David broadcasting live from the Grill Beach at Hedonism Resort. You know where it is. Check out our website. Check out our events. Come with us. It is one of the most amazing places on the earth. And you can have the option of being naked or not because it's clothing optional. We um, are going to, like Carol said, go get naked, get on the beach. Tonight is the rock and roll show, Mm -hmm, the amazing lobster barbecue around the pool. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to book Hedo. Go to our website, go to hedonism.com, go to thesexylifestyle.com, find out all about it. And that's about it. And don't forget that you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com if you have any questions. And we want to invite everyone to join us at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica during Goddess Week, May 9 to 16, hosted by Kim and Brad from Tantric Hearts. And we have Kim here with us to tell us all about the highlights of the week and what to expect. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Carol. I am so excited about the Goddess Week. We are going to have so much fun. We're going to be exploring Goddess Spot, feminine empowerment, manifesting your desires. So if you're looking for more passion, more connection, more intimacy in your relationships, and also you want to have more passion in yourself and in your relationships, then we can help you with finding that Goddess Within. So join us. Um, We're looking forward to it. We're going to be here and having a whole lot of fun. So if you want to find out more about this event, uh, of course, you can go to tantrichearts.com and thesexylifestyle.com. We'll have all the information posted there. And we are learning more and more every week with all our fantastic guests. We hope you do too. Visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find out more about all our expert guests. You can even contact them if you have any questions about sex, sexuality, relationships. 
And remember to sign up on SDC.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. Check it out. Yes, go check it out and meet some other sexy people like we do all the time. And remember to join us here at Hero 2 on in Jamaica on the Grill Beach, May 9th to 16, 2020, as we broadcast live from the world's most iconic adult playground during Goddess Week, featuring Kim and Brad from Tantric Hearts. For more information about this or anything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or simply send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.